Republicans across New York are bristling over the latest gun laws passed in a special session late last month in Albany. Real estate CEO and congressional candidate Carl Palladino says he's going to sue over the new firearms package. He criticized a few of its components, including one that would let business owners choose whether or not they would allow concealed carry guns on their premises. It's really onerous to see or to imagine how they would implement some of that stuff that they've got in there. But leaving it up to a bar owner, okay, or a restaurant owner as to whether or not he's going to allow guns in his in his restaurant or bar is is really untenable. Another thing the legislation does that has been getting some blowback bans guns in so-called sensitive locations and one of those sensitive locations is public parks. North Country lawmakers are worried that that includes essentially all of the Adirondacks because it's the Adirondack Park. The governor's office says, no, that's not true. So we try to sort it out, have an explanation on today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day is brought to you by Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, remaining dedicated to providing high-quality, personalized care to patients. ClaxtonHepburn.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Monday, July 11th. First up, the chief judge of New York's highest court says she'll step down in the middle of her term. Judge Janet DeFiori said in a letter to her colleagues that she'll step down at the end of August and move on to the next chapter of her professional life. DeFiori has presided over New York's Court of Appeals and overseen the state court system as a whole for the last six years. She's 66. She didn't elaborate on what she planned to do next. DeFiori had been the district attorney in suburban Westchester County in 2005 when she was nominated to the court by then-Governor Andrew Cuomo. Her departure gives now-Governor Kathy Hochul an opportunity to nominate her own choice for chief justice. The Jefferson County Fair kicks off tomorrow in Watertown. There are games, rides, farm animals, and other exhibits on display. According to the Watertown Daily Times, a new ride called the Wave Slinger is debuting this year. The Jefferson County Fair is considered the oldest continuously running fair in the country, operating annually for more than 200 years. The fair begins tomorrow at 10 in the morning and runs through Sunday. new gun control laws have some people wondering about the potential impact on gun ownership in the Adirondack Park. Some North Country lawmakers claim the legislation will make it a felony to simply possess a gun in the park. But the governor's office says that's not the case. Our Plattsburgh-based reporter Kara Chapman joined Monica Sandresky on Northern Light to sort it all out. So Kara, what does the state's new gun control bill actually do? It does a lot of things. So it beefs up, you know, the background check process for concealed carry permits. It also ups the training requirements. Basically, it was passed in a special session of the legislature and its response to a U.S. Supreme Court ruling overturning the state's concealed carry laws. But when we're talking about the debate over guns in the Adirondack Park, the focus is on what are called sensitive locations. Now, the new law doesn't go into effect until September 1st. 
but it does create a list of places, you know, these sensitive locations where beginning September 1st, firearms are off limits. And those are places like schools, hospitals, public parks. And it would actually be a felony to possess a firearm in or upon those places, though there are some limited exceptions like for hunting. And you said public parks there. Does that include the Adirondacks? Well, according to Governor Kathy Hochul's office, no. A spokesperson told me that both the Adirondacks and the Catskill are actually classified as forest preserve, and that makes them distinct from all other public parks in the state. And the forest preserve is not specifically referenced in the new law, so the governor's office says it changes nothing for lawful gun owners in the park. But that being said, there will still be those sensitive locations in the Adirondack Park where guns won't be allowed, like schools and hospitals and government buildings. But it does seem like that forest preserve distinction wasn't obvious to everyone. No, it wasn't. And a lot of people really latched on to the words public parks, including North Country politicians. Um, Democratic Assemblyman Billy Jones spoke to the Plattsburgh Press Republican shortly after the bill was passed. He said it was deeply concerning to him that simply possessing a gun in the park was illegal. And then last week, State Senator Dan Steck put out a statement saying the law puts the park residents at risk of felony charges just for owning a shotgun or rifle. And up here, there's a big hunting culture. So that's a big deal. And then we also saw Congresswoman Elise Stefanik echoing those remarks. Well, and you reached out to Assemblyman Jones and Senator Steck. What what did they have to say about it? Well, Jones' office put out a statement on his behalf, and his big thing is he's just still looking for clarification on what the law means for park residents. I actually spoke with Steck, and he had a lot of criticism for the bill just in general. But on this issue in particular, guns in the Adirondacks, he says the statement from the governor's office just wasn't enough. He's worried that under future governors, someone could be charged based on a very strict reading of the law, that public parks versus forest preserve distinction. And then he also pointed to how what the governor's office is saying now contradicts what the bill's sponsors had said on the legislative floor. They said the public portions of the Adirondack Park would indeed be considered sensitive locations where guns would no longer be allowed. And then he also criticized the bill as rushed and sloppy and says that's to blame for the confusion going on now. Well, so what what more does he want to see? Well, Senator Steck was a no vote on this bill, so he would support a repeal if that was you know, available. But for this issue in particular, he wants an amendment clarifying what the law means for park residents. It would be best if they amended the legislation. Short of that, I think we need something far beyond a spokesperson for the governor saying what they think this means. I'd like the governor to issue something formal um, or, or the state police or the DEC saying this is our understanding. Are there any efforts underway to amend the new law? Well, on Friday, Senator Steck and Republican Assemblyman Matt Simpson introduced a bill that would do that. What it would do is add language to the new gun law that specifically exempts forest preserve land in the Adirondacks and Catskills from the new gun restrictions. Right now, the issue is top of mind, but the law itself won't go into effect until September 1st, and the legislature isn't scheduled to go back into session through the end of the year. We'll see what happens. Um, Steck did tell me during our interview, though, that he thinks any changes likely wouldn't come until January after the election. That's our Champlain Valley reporter, Kara Chapman, based in Plattsburgh. She spoke with Monica Sandresky, host of our morning news show, Northern Light, which you can hear every weekday from 8 to 8.30 in the morning. It's like the morning compliment to Story of the Day. And you know what? You can podcast either of these shows, Northern Light, Story of the Day, or both, so you can listen when it works best for you. 
Subscribe in your podcast app of choice or go to ncpr.org slash podcasts for more details or to get some help and instructions to get started. One last thing today. We're working on an upcoming series about a real crisis in affordable housing in the North Country. And before we report out the series and have it publish online and be on the radio, we want you to help us with the research phase. What's your housing situation like? What problems or solutions do you see in your own community? Take our brief housing survey. It's right in the middle of our homepage at ncpr.org. That's our housing survey to help us report out our upcoming series on housing in the North Country. Help us out with that survey at ncpr.org. Thanks so much. Music today by Christopher Watts of Canton and Gretchen Kohler and Daniel Kelly of Potsdam. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.